Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Sports Business Sports Media right here on Believe. He is Tom Hoforth who writes uh, for many, many newspapers and uh, the L.A. Sports Journal, the uh, Sports Business Journal. He's been around forever, and he's back uh, on the show. I am Fred. You can email us at sportsfred at AOL.com, sportsfred at AOL.com. And, Tom, we got to start uh, as far as baseball is concerned. Uh, Dodgers play in a couple of hours. Folks, we're taping this at 4.15 on uh, 4.18 on a Thursday July 23rd, 2020, Dodgers start in two and a half hours. But we just found out that uh, Clayton Kershaw has pulled something, so uh, he's not pitching. What do you think? Yeah, I don't know what kind of disabled situation you have at this point, but in the old days, if you went on the 15-day disabled list, that was two weeks. In this modern age of baseball, that's a third of the fourth of the season. I, I think they they said he, they're going to give him another shot next week, but... Um, when I had heard that he wasn't starting, I, I also had heard the story about the uh, the Yankees and uh, Nationals game where Luis Soto didn't make his start either, but he came down with COVID. So I thought, well, here goes the pendulum swings again. But um, it's it's going to be a very odd season, and with with all sorts of interesting twists and turns, and you can't afford to get hurt in these kind of situations. And um, you know, as far as what he means to the team um, and pitching the way it is in this kind of a situation. It's, that's a real dicey thing to have to deal with from day one. And on top of the fact that we're, I'm sure we're going to talk about Mookie Betts and the fact that, you know, he, to, to justify the salary they just gave him of 12 years and $365 million, he's going to have to be healthy. Um, not that he has a history of it, but that's what you get when you invest in somebody and, you know, Things like this come up, and you sort of have to grin and bear it. I got to tell you, Tom, I'm, I was surprised that they signed Mookie Betts uh, yeah. uh, that easily or that <clears throat> soon. I don't know, but what do you think? No, I agree. It was. I remember when the, the, before the season was even in doubt, you were thinking maybe he'd never play a game for the team, and that was a possibility. I'm sure the Dodgers thought too. And so, you know, right away they said, "Let's see if we can tie get him tied up." So in spring training, they were talking about it, but the fact that they you know, uh, form this contract into where he's, you know, getting a $65 million signing bonus, and then he accepts, you know, nominal salaries of $17 million and, you know, for the next two seasons beyond this one. It's, 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 it's an odd thing to get my head around because you, you know, obviously the Dodgers have this $8 billion in TV money that they think is going to be an endless spigot of finances for them. And then they arranged it, you know, for future contracts where they are pretty clear after the next couple of years they don't owe anybody anything. So they had this, you know, wiggle room to, to really go and get somebody. And they've never signed anybody for this long of a, of a period. So you're talking about through the 2032 season when he's going to be 40 years old, obviously 
you've got the Angels are over on the other side of town when they jumped on those kind of things with Albert Pujols. And it, it's really, uh, and I, you, you, you're always going to take calculated risk, but this to me is like, it's a tough one to try to figure out based on the fact he hasn't played a game yet, and it's going on a very short uh, resume of reputation. So, Plus it also shows that whatever uh, things the owners are saying about they don't have any money, this, this is kind of an interesting thing that kind of squashes that whole theory. <laughs> yeah, the Dodgers don't have money. Folks, this is Sports Biz, Sports Believe. He's Tom Hofarth. I'm Fred Wallen. You can always email us, sportsfred at AOL.com, sportsfred at AOL.com. I don't think you saw this, uh, Tom Hofarth, but about uh, 15 minutes ago, Dr. Anthony Foshi uh, from the mound uh, missed home plate by about 20 feet. Um, any thoughts? I don't think he's going to be on the on the roster for the Nats. Uh, that, that was my first comment. His value is not on the mound. His value is uh, <laughs> flattening the curve, not trying to throw one. All right, you know, let's talk about the curve. Uh, earlier yeah. today, I found out at 11.30 Pacific time, uh, Juan Soto of the Nats uh, has tested yeah. uh, positive. I thought they were going to cancel the game. I don't quite understand this because, obviously, he's playing with the virus. I mean, he was working out with the virus and his other and his teammates. That's what we had talked about before about forfeiting games and things like this. If you found out at 11.30, I thought by 12 they'd cancel the game. And I don't know what the Nats would do the rest of the way, but what are your thoughts about a circumstance like this? I don't think we'll make it through the 60 games. That's that's the bottom line, in my opinion. But if, if one of your teammates comes down with it and you're around him during practice, you, this has to be a situation where they can trace and somebody else is also going to be uh, positive, most likely. Right. It, it, that's the thing that they say is going to help at least manage this, is tracing. But, you know, there there have been guys who have come to Dodger camp late, like Jansen and Pollock, because they had it. So you figure that they're clear, but you never know if you're clear. And I think there was, there was two columns written this week that I read that are really kind of spot on. One was by Gabe Lacks of, the, of USA Today, where he basically said, it's a good thing that they will try to play, I think. And, and it's possible <laughs> that the Major League Baseball season is ethically and relatively safe amidst a, a pandemic, maybe. And baseball will be a welcome diversion, you know, looping in all the, you know, all these things that we've had to deal with, with hospitalizations and, and busy signals from the state unemployment office. But maybe that's not an, a welcome intrusion because, you know, there's still – a lot of people who are anxious and unemployed, and they look at major league players now, like Mookie Betts, getting all this money, and they go, "Where are our priorities?" You know. Um, the other one I saw that was interesting, David Ulan wrote this piece, basic for L.A. Times, that was in the opinion section, and his thought was that he called this this uh, Frankenstein monster of a season. You know, 60 games, 40 against division foes, all played in empty stadiums, and it feels like baseball with its soul removed. So well, you only, me, the only me, reason you're putting players on the field is to protect the TV contracts, especially the ones in October. And that's where they've already tried to stretch this. They're, they're, they were still talking about trying to extend 10 playoff teams to 16 because that's where they think they're going to make all this money back. And, you know, the format like that just lowers the bar for everybody. So it, it, to me it feels like one of these weird tournaments like, you know, the MLS is doing right now. There's just have a giant tournament. And, you know, whoever sort of – the first 60 games are just sort of um, where you position yourselves. 
And then at the end in October is where, you know, all the money is going to be made. And at that point, you know, maybe things will be better. Maybe things will be worse. Maybe things will be shut down by them. So it's, it's, uh, we're, we're taking very small steps to try to make things normal, but um, I, I think we're trying to walk on lily pads with crocodiles in between it, and we just don't know when we're going to trip and fall into the ocean there. Tom, I've got some uh, bad news for you. An hour ago, Major League Baseball indicated that they are going to go up to uh, 16 uh, teams wow. as the Players Association agreed to it. So, yeah. again, uh, <laughs> 16 it's like the out of, NBA and the NHL already, right? Yeah, yeah, 16 out of 30 and only a 60-game season. I don't think we'll get through the season anyways. Folks, do you think we'll get through the season? Please email us right here, sportsbiz, sports business believe at sportsfred at AOL.com, sportsfred at AOL.com. I, mean, I think what you're right. Do you, you're saying, too, do you think they'll get through the season? I don't know. Do you hope they'll get through the season? That's another question. Yeah, yes, I hope they do, and they hope they're going to be fine, but... Do I actually think they will? That's that's really tough. That's really tough to even say on a day-to-day basis. So, I not, hope not that, to interrupt you there, where you're giving out the phone number. But that's no, just what I was thinking out loud. No, I hope they do. <laughs> if yeah. nobody's already been past the virus, right? <laughs> that that's the point. Yeah. If by the time the season is over, uh, twenty kids, twenty kids, uh, twenty. Uh, uh, professional ball players uh, have come down with it or are positive for it, and then their relatives get it and things like that. No, I'm very sad that they played the 60-game season. And again, it's greed. I mean, we, you mentioned it earlier, and we've been talking about it for weeks. Uh, all they care about is dollars, just like we care about it in college football. And speaking about college football, Cal's going to do virtual. Please explain to me, and, and, and the Pac-12, meanwhile, has canceled media day. Now they backed up, I think, the start date to, to their conference games, I think, to September 19th. What are they What What are they smoking? They think within two months this thing is going to be gone? I, yeah, I, to me, the whole thing is, is makes no sense. But college football is much more in a precarious position than the NFL because the college football is ruled by people who only want the end result, which is money. And the, the, the kids who are used as collateral damage in this thing is just it's, – it's, so obscene when you think about it um the nfl they're grown men they're being paid well you know it's it's kind of their decision and their family's decision but whatever happens in college football it, to me there's so many things that have to be cleared and if i had a kid who was playing college sports right now i would just say hey you know take an out take one of those break years just just lay low for a while stay in shape but but don't submit yourself to this kind of a petri dish of a situation all right, if you're Cal or if you're USC and you're doing virtual classrooms, meaning nobody's coming on campus, how can you right. say anything except it's greed if you try to play the season? No, and the funny part is when you think about how these decisions are being made, they're being made by men who are sitting in offices on a Zoom call. Yeah. So if you can't even get into a room to make a decision face-to-face, that kind of tells you what the situation is. Um, if you're still... Um, have hesitancy about meeting people face to face, and you're doing all these Zoom calls. That, the longer that this happens, the more it sort of it's resolves itself. But uh, I mean, I know it was interesting last year to find out some of the kids were actually taking virtual classes. They were taking online classes. Some of the kids in college sports had never set foot on campus in the first place. They've learned to negotiate this part of it. But um, 
to have everybody, the whole school, you know, being these different situations, different parts of the country. The, the first thing that was interesting to me was when they said the Pac-12 is only going to play conference games. Um, what's the difference between a trip where USC goes to Notre Dame or, you know, Colorado, and then goes to Washington State, where you're, you know, what's the difference in those kind of a game, whether it's a conference game or non-conference game? I mean, a trip to San Diego State would be way more safe than going to Colorado, if that's the case. But, you know, obviously you're trying to cut down on travel and time spent in hotels and things like that. But it's just it, these arbitrary sort of decisions sound to me like how the the rules that Major League Baseball try to put in place to cut down on time time of games you just go that's not really the reason why we're having longer games but okay let's try this i think uh, obviously it's uh, the worst situation in my lifetime of course i'm not as old as you uh, it's probably also the, the world's worst uh, in your lifetime uh um uh, email us, folks, at sportsfred at AOL.com, sportsfred at AOL.com. Folks, if you're listening, honest to God, I've known Tom a long time. He loves sports. If you've known me, I've loved sports. I, I, you know, I, yeah. you don't know how much I grew up loving sports, and, and, I, and I still love sports. I've given up on horse racing because I discovered what happens to the horses at an advanced age, but I grew up, that was my second or third favorite sport because I'm very mathematical, but I love baseball. I love college basketball. I love college football. I like the NFL. I like the NBA. Tom, the same. And and the point is, so we're not saying not to love the sport, but we're saying right. safety right. safety should come first. And Tom made a great point. When you're 30 years, age, uh, 30 years of age and you've got two kids and a wife and you want to play, uh, it's your decision. But if you're 17 or 18 and 19 and you're a college kid, it's got to be on your parents because uh, bottom line is you think you're immortal. You're not right. immortal. And, Tom, we got to talk. Let's just get out of the sport just for a moment. Folks, we can't have school. We can't have classrooms. <laughs> this is insane. We've reached the 4 million level now as cases in the United States of America we are 4% of the world's population, and we've got 25 or 26% of the world's cases. There's something going on here. You can't say, tell to me you put a 7-year-old kid in first or second grade sitting at a desk. At some point, his mask is going to fall off. Tom, I don't know if you've got a 7-year-old kid. I don't think so, but your Not thoughts. Not anymore. Okay, your thoughts. Yeah, I, I, my wife works for a charter school in downtown L.A., and they're having these discussions eight hours a day, five days a week, even on weekends. And every day the dynamics change. Every day they go, we're going to try a hybrid situation. We're going to try no classroom. We're going to try some teachers who want to go in the classroom and teach. And it's just you, you, you make all these plans. You've got, like, you know, plan Z, X, Y, and Z, and then it, whatever the superintendent says is going to happen is all dependent on what the governor says. And so you just kind of have to be flexible and roll with it. And you're never going to find out how far back these kids are missing, you know, until they start taking tests in the future. But hopefully the teachers are dedicated to, for, this, for their own health and for the students' health. And, yeah, it's, it's such a, an interesting thing to watch develop um, as you see the numbers bounce and as you see the fact that it's – the age group that has the highest cases now in California, or at least in Southern California, too, are the 18 to 40. And those are the kids who are in college, and the, those are the kids you see walking around town with no mask on. And you just you, you think, you know, do, what what is it you don't get? And, and 
it, it's a frustrating thing just to go to the market now and to, to, to encounter the, the that age group who don't seem to think that the older people who are taking care of them and watching out for their safety are even worth wearing a mask for them. Unbelievable situation. In a couple hours, uh, my wife Sandy and I will walk our little dog Darcy, and again, 80, 85% of the people uh, who are walking their dogs will not have masks on. And I look at Sandy like, are these people crazy? And uh, no, they're just selfish. And uh, they don't seem to get it. And uh, of course, now Donald Trump has uh, changed uh, from uh, not wearing a mask. So of course, we have always said uh, it's safer to wear a mask. And folks, if you believe anything he has to say, you are out of your mind. But anyways, email us at sportsfredadeo.com, sportsfredadeo.com. And on the subject, 25 construction workers at SoFi Stadium have been positive over the last couple of months. Two have died. One fell off the roof. I don't know how the other one died, if it was uh, the, the illness or whatever. But one die, one died by falling off. Another one died, and 25 at least tested positive. Yes, they continued to work on the stadium that originally was going to cost $2 billion. Tom, it's not going to cost 5 And we're not going to probably have a season anyhow. Your thoughts? No, right. You, you sent me this great story, though. The, uh, the Rams don't even know when they're asking, telling their players when to report to camp. It was supposed to be next week, and now it's yeah. the fact that they don't even know what. And it's all because of the COVID spread, not only in California, but, you know, specifically at the place where they're going to play. And when you're getting 80 people together, plus coaches, and, and, and now, you know, they want them to be with the Chargers and, and being on HBO's Hard Knocks show. I mean, the Hard Knocks is just trying to get the guys to figure out when to report. And I love the story that you sent me because there was one guy who responded to the story that said, uh, I'll quote him, it says, many people in Southern California, especially Orange County, refuse to wear masks, socially distanced to follow or follow any rules. So the cases are exploding. He says, I don't think the NFL will play in Southern California at all this year. Those teams may have to play out of state. And, I mean, that makes as much sense as anything else, except, you know, find a state that doesn't have a hot button. It can't be Arizona because they're just in worse shape. So, hey, maybe maybe your Rams and Chargers are going to be playing in Vegas with the Raiders. Who knows? All right, as we go off, i I got to put you on the spot. I don't know if something's happened over the last 30 minutes, but last time I checked, the uh, Toronto Blue Jays don't have a field to play. They don't have a place to play at this point, and the baseball season has begun. Canada said no. The state of Pennsylvania said no. They were going to play at PNC in Pittsburgh. And somebody said Las Vegas. And then I said no because they want to keep the teams close together, you know, as far as who you're going to be playing against. So it's not going to be Vegas. Then somebody said Buffalo, but that's a minor league park. And these players are used to major league parks. What's going to happen? Where are they going to play? I don't know, but I'm so glad that Canada put put its foot down and said, listen, we don't want people from the United States coming in and screwing up what we've made pretty decent, you know. Um, it, 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 the latest thing I saw is maybe the Baltimore Orioles were, were willing to let them try it. But, uh, you know, who knows at this point? And it's kind of funny how they're just – this just shows you how much they're just kind of winging it as they go along. Um, <laughs> I don't know what you do if you're the if you're the uh, – the Toronto Blue Jays, because if everyone's turning you down for obvious reasons, and that it must be, you know, um, it must be something behind the fact that there's a, that it's a serious matter, and people don't want to have to deal with it if they don't need to. So, 
you know, maybe maybe the Blue Jays will just be America's road team. They'll play 60 road games. <laughs> who knows? How is this going to happen? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Folks, uh, again, Tom loves – folks, Tom, tell the folks that you love sports. I, I love sports more because I think I don't want to see it go away and I don't want to see them trip themselves up. So that's why it's easier to be as critical about them. You're, you're, I think you're critical about the things you love most, and that's why I think we are both sort of on the same page here. And what did you used to call me? Who did you used to call me? What was my name? Who did I used to? You are the Richard Lewis of Sports Talk host because you are always wringing your hands neurotically and trying to figure out what's the worst thing that's going to happen in your life. And you're usually correct. And, and you called this COVID thing months ago when I was like, there's no way this is going to happen. You were already concerned this was happening. And it's, you know, so I, I listen to you more than I listen to my own instincts. You know, I, quickly, you know how I knew this was going to happen? Because Trump, because Trump said, miraculously, it's going to go away. <laughs> yes. uh, <laughs> that's all it took. Uh, yep. He's Tom. I'm Fred. Email us, sportsfred at AO.com, sportsfred at AO.com. Tom and I will see you back in about a 167 and a half hours. Scott, thank you very much for putting this together. If our I don't even come back positive, we will. Thank you very much. And, uh, folks, it's sportsfred at AO.com. And, of course, listen to all the shows right here in Believe. And we'll be back in uh, a week right here across America and around the world and mostly in Southern California. Bye, everybody. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.